Oh, why is it on this one? Oh. Um. And we are live. Yes. <laughs> Just because I feel like it gets on your nerves. Let me see my camera. Oh, Lord. I just want to make sure you guys could see me clearly. I mean, we can definitely, definitely hear you. How are you doing, Bree? You look amazing. We got to go through this every week. I love I am, you so much. Yeah, I love you too, but listen. Okay. We're going to behave ourselves today. I always behave on every episode. It is you that start wilding out. But that's neither here nor there. I hope you guys got a chance to see her promotional picture that she did on Instagram. If you did not, it's definitely worth going to go see. Um, I did share it on my Instagram story and Facebook story. I mean, she definitely decided she wanted to go out there today. Um, but hey, she is who she is. We love her for it, no matter no matter how crazy it is. It's her. Yes. Accept me for who I am, and if you can't, then just know that I'm not going to change, unless I want to change. Know that I'm the anchor that keeps us together. Yes, and I am super excited about today's show because we're going to talk about some good old transparency, um, you know, just dealing with broken people, being a broken person, and trying to date all at the same time. Hey, Nisha! Welcome, honey. So you guys have tuned in, of course, we didn't even say the name of the show. You guys have tuned into He Said What? what? I felt like we was a choir just now, like a two-person choir. For, for a minute, but I doubt they'll pay us, but it's okay. Hopeful, oh, this <laughs> Hopeful wishing. Like, yeah, see what I go through. Anywho, so yes, uh, if you guys are wondering what this show was all about, you have a black male. And a black woman, and we're sharing from our own personal perspectives our input. We're trying to help get people more comfortable with having hard discussions, having transparency within these discussions, and most importantly, just being yourself. Like, love who you are, stand on your words, stand on whatever it is that you have that's dear to you. And try to also understand the other person's perspective at the same time. So as hard as it is for me to understand Alan's perspective, I'm sure it is equally as hard, if not dreadful, for him to understand mine. That is not the case. Don't listen to that. I'm definitely open to everybody's perspective, no matter how far left or far right it is. Okay. Well, in that case, you guys heard him. So I guess we can just go ahead and get the show started. And then, oh, my God, when we come back from the little intro... I'm going to give you guys the rundown on what we have learned with Alan's animal fun facts. And then he's going to introduce us to tonight's animal fun facts. So without further delay, let's go ahead and get started. Let's get it. I really oh. like how I don't like how we stop our intro like that. Like I'm vibing, and then you just really cut it off. Like that's dang. like advance. Dang. But anywho, whatever. Welcome. So he said what? Yeah. Of course, you see my lovely host Bree, and of course I'm here as well, Alan M. Newman Jr. Looking forward to today's show. Um, Bree has some things she's going to give you a rundown, and then. I have your animal fun fact of the day. All right. So if you missed the first animal fun fact, uh, turkeys sleep in trees. Yes, indeed, they sleep in trees. And Alan is terrified to have one fall on him. So that was the first one. The second one was that um, lioness, lioness need 
some skin action at least 20 times a day. That is right. You have heard me. They need a lion to slap them cheeks 20 times a day. And typically, there's usually two to three lions within the pack, whereas you have 18 lioness. So imagine that. And then last week, because we're going to keep the same energy, we learned that female ferrets, when they are in heat, need action. If they do not, if, if no ferret is smacking them cheeks, they can actually die. They can die from a lack of intimacy because of the stuff that builds up in their bones and it just becomes unbearable at some point and they can croak. So um, before Alan gets into our, this evening's animal fun pack, if you are tuned in live, let us know that you are here. Let me see your names in the chat box, your greetings, whatever. If you guys are playing this back as a replay, whether it's an audio or video, we appreciate your love and support. And um, we hope that you one day at some point in time catch the live video. Make sure you are subscribing and liking this video if you like what you hear so far. So, Alan, please bless us tonight with uh, the animal fun fact. So good evening. Before we start, let me go ahead and start it off that this does have R. Kelly vibes. So if you know what I mean, you already know where this is going to go. So animal fun fact today, male porcupines urinate on females before sex. Hear me out. Once a year, male porcupines cluster around available females, biting, biting, and scratching one another for the right to mate. The winner then climbs onto a tree branch and urinates on the female, which, which stimulates her to go into heat. The rest is somewhat anticlimactic. The female folds back her quill so as not to impel her partner, and more routine insemination takes only a few seconds. Yes, 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 you heard. Yes, you heard. Mm hmm. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You heard me. You heard me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. For those who just came in, okay, because some of y'all just came in here, male porcupines will mm -hmm. urinate on the female porcupines before they have sex. Yeah. Because that gets the female aroused? Barely so. Oh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> of oh, wow. course it only takes a few seconds. Okay. Focus it on that. Yes. yes. Um, I don't uh, know how I feel about that. Like, I, and they, they, what? I, I'm afraid to even look this one up. Like, I just find it very interesting. I'm pretty sure. What up, Coco Puff Master? Don't pee on me, bro. <laughs> Kim, you banned from this show after tonight. <laughs> no, no. Kim is here. Hey, Brittany. Welcome. Good evening, Miss Watson. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who, who? Okay, wait. I'm sure you had like two or three that you had to choose from, Alan. How oh, did you I, got a, I got a bunch of them. I got a bunch of them. I have a whole list. This one just really stuck out because I just thought it was so funny because... And of course, to all listen, this is not supporting R. Kelly at all. But the simple fact you have a lot of people out there that still support what he did and don't think it was a problem. I mean, you got animals legit doing it. Um, but how would you feel? Right, Brittany. Um, right, Brittany. Like, like, and did he gonna climb on something and urinate that, down that, on me? Even, like, literally, that's so premeditated. That's like, yo, I'm gonna fight through all these guys to get to her. And when I get to her, I'm about to climb this tree. I'm about to unzip and bow. Yeah. yeah. And then I wonder, is she like just walking or chilling? Or is she like embracing my, it? Like I, My thing is, can you imagine, depending how intimate she is over the course of her lifespan, how many times she gets urinated on? She stink. She got to stink. Stinking ass porcupine. <laughs> 
Hey, that's your fun fact today. So, I mean, ladies. How does that arouse her? Okay. For those of you who are watching. You can't necessarily say that because there's some people into some weird stuff. Wait a minute. I was going to say, like, for those of you who are watching, if you are into getting peed on, can you just put, like, a little droplet in the chat so we know? Or just, like, a little shower, like an umbrella in the chat so we know that you like getting peed on? Because I got questions. You know what I, I heard? I heard, not that I did it or anything, but I heard that if you pee on somebody's feet, like in the shower, it's supposed to help them with athlete's feet, like to get rid of it. It's supposed to. And growing up, I had bad acne. Brittany says, I just wouldn't be making it all. Listen, okay, I got to write my notes down because I got to come back to that. I actually um, got questions. But sometimes when we find out some things that work, what made a person do that? Like, did someone say they had athlete's foot and somebody was like, yo, bro, come here. I'm going to pee on it. Right. Well, listen, when I was a teenager, I had very bad acne. And so a brother of mine, not my biological brother, but a brother of mine was like, take a little bit of your pee and rub it on your face. And that's supposed to help get rid of your acne. I am going to the penitentiary. <laughs> Brittany, so they was like, listen, either you let him pee on you or you go to jail. You just like, lock me up. Okay, so now let's check this out, right? What if, what if the ferrets were like that? And... Yeah, imagine, imagine. I see your face, Alan. I see your face. Imagine <laughs> the female ferrets who, if they don't have sex, they're going to die. And the mm -hmm. only way for them to get aroused is to be peed on by the male ferrets. I'm going to just die. I'm going to just die. You're the one that's peeing on people. What you mean? Uh, I'm going to just die. You, so you, okay, so let's bring it on back. Alan, you know if a what? chick was like, Alan, I want you to pee on me. You're not going to pee on her? No. No. And believe me, I've had women have this conversation. No. Mm. No. That one, but you can, tell you me can say whatever you want. You going to let somebody pee on you? No, no, but I'll pee on somebody. Nisha, why all the faces, Nisha? Wait. Nisha doing all types of throwing up emojis. Brittany, see, I wasn't the only one that heard that. Brittany heard it too. With the acne in the athlete's feet, you pee. This, yeah. this, this lets me know that literally mankind is one misstep to being back with the animals with our thought process. I mean, you call us animals anyway, so. Oh, child. How was your day? How was your day, Alan? Tell us about your day. Uh, it was good. Went to the doctor and got. Got some stuff I need to handle, but you know, can't complain. It's been an amazing, amazing week. Brittany um, said works for jellyfish stings too. Oh yeah, everyone, everyone should know that one. You learned that one in, as a kid about that one, but the whole acne thing is new to me. Um, See, look at her. See, she said, "Don't lie, Alan." No, I, I would, I would body. not, I would not whip my tool out to urinate on somebody. Okay, so what if you go to use the restroom and as you're getting ready to pee, she just dives? I got no bullets just as that. Who's just diving? You know what? Uh, I'm, I I want to say who I think will do that, but I don't want to cause no problems in here. There are certain, certain places that will do that. <laughs> in my Dave Chappelle voice, this is the remix edition of the song. About no. Huh, no. Says, I, I, rest I, in peace to me. I'm just saying, like, ah, I just I don't want you to waste it. No. 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 Okay. But I, I mean, if y'all if y'all are in a relationship or you have a side piece or whatever, ask them that question. I mean, so, I mean. A lot of guys don't have any boundaries. A lot of guys are taking there. So, I mean, dude. I, I know a dude who, it's funny, we talked about this, and he literally was like, I mean, I won't do it in my house, but if we're at her place and she wants me to do it, I'll do it. I was just Why like, Why does the location matter? He's like, he, Don't piss on my bed. 
Yeah, he's like, you ain't about to do, you're not going to do Amber, you're not going to do me like Amber Heard did Johnny Depp. You ain't about to sit there. <laughs> do this to Johnny Depp, okay? Because he won, okay? He saying, won. You ain't about to sit there and mess up my sheets. That ain't about to happen. What did she say something about the dog? It was a dog that shitted on the sheets? Yeah, that was her. Come on that now. That was all her. You, how bad it got to be where you pull your drawers down and, and poop on the same bed that you got to sleep on? But see, that's also what I get about the whole urinating. So, so you're saying I'm in the mood for sex, uh-huh. but before I get hard, I'm gonna pee on you and then get hard, huh? But that's gonna stimulate her too. So it's a even Steven. I'm just saying I'm not out here condoning people peeing on people unless Y'all they know say, what? "Hey, give me a golden shower." I'm gonna say before we get into the show, every day. Every week, you learn exactly what I'm dealing with with Bree on the daily. Because ah! as she's saying this foolishness, somewhere in the back of her brain, she's doing this to somebody's son. She over here doing craziness with somebody's son. <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. She she <laughs> she is a nasty dealer. If she go to that extent, <laughs> yo. For y'all who don't follow her on Instagram, go ahead and follow her on Instagram. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. Listen, hey, ain't got no shame in my game. I, I keep tell, I keep telling y'all who's the innocent one on here, and y'all yet don't believe it. But okay. You know what, Alan? Anyways, so okay, as far as my day, hmm, see how you ain't asked, I'm gonna tell you. Um, so that video, I actually took that video on my way from the gym, and the reason why I took it, I was gonna put a different caption, but I was like, you know, let me just go ahead and promote tonight's episode anyway so that's why i I did that but i noticed shut up i noticed that la fitness like i went to a different location today and it's like this thing that they do like the the inside palm people um is they the women they will take their shirts and tuck their shirts in in the back and leave it long in the front. So I'm like, is that like your way of trying to get people to look at your butt or something? Like what? I was trying to figure it out. You should have asked them. I started to ask the lady at the front desk and I was going to ask, is this like a fashion trend or something in here? But I was like, let me just get out of here. So that's what I learned. I'm just saying. Um, I'm going to try that at another... Well, I'm not going to try that. Um, Anyways... (laughs) Okay, so yeah, Nisha. Okay, so Nisha says, yeah, so that's 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 what they that's what they do. Meanwhile, we wearing shirts trying to hide it, and they're wearing shirts to promote it. Okay, that's cool. All right. I, I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, <clears throat> so tonight, boom, we are talking about dating while broken or unemotionally unavailable. Oh shoot, it's supposed to be emotionally unavailable. Um so Alan, and I want you to be honest. Yeah, uh huh. I said it, Alan. I'm always honest on this show. Anyways, Kim's okay. Okay, Nisha says especially when using the butt machine at the gym or doing squats. That's where I've seen a lot of it going on. Gotta cover the camel toe up at the gym. That is so true because they be looking. Expect the, the 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 worst thing, right? Is when you on that machine where you just open and close your legs. The worst thing is like when you're doing it, you turn around and you make eye contact with somebody, and they're just like looking at. You just like slowly close your legs. Like, I think I'm done with this machine. Um, but yeah, okay. So, Alan, sir, uh, are you? Have you? Have you ever? <laughs> I'm guilty of crotch watching while working out. <laughs> I have seen some jokes too. Um, I um, yes. So, have you, Alan, ever either dated someone who just did not seem like they were really there and that they should they should shouldn't be dating right now? Or have you actually been in that position where you yourself knew that you just wasn't ready to date, but you still, you did it anyways? Got to know um, I am guilty of both. Um, I have dated someone who is broken. Um, I would definitely say that is not recommended. 
do not. If you if you find out someone is broken, don't don't try and fix them. Sometimes we unconsciously feel like in our head, oh, this person never has been loved before, but I've been loved this way, so I can show them exactly what it feels like to be loved and cared for. And that can be detrimental to you because I'm telling you, dealing with somebody, um, <laughs> dealing with somebody um, that's um, emotionally broken or damaged is definitely hard in the dating scheme of things. So yes, um, I did date somebody who was broken um, in my early 20s. Uh, it, it definitely, for her, it was more than just being broken from a relationship standpoint. It was a fact from she was dealing with the fact that her dad raised her. Her mom left them when they were two. Um, so she didn't have that connection with her mom. So when dating me, she felt the connection that I had with my mom was weird. Because um, she never had that mother figure in her life that she connected to. So that made it a lot of challenges um, when it came to me and her. And it's not more like, oh, were you running to your mom about stuff? It was just the fact that she was like, I just feel like it's weird that you actually have a healthy relationship with your mother. Um, and I don't really understand that aspect. Um, mm -hmm. Have I dated somebody and then I was emotionally unavailable? Yes. Um, that is not fair to them or you because that can get extremely exhausting. Because yes. uh, you will find yourself making excuses where you don't have to be around them. And after a while, making excuses and trying to come up with other things gets exhausting. It gets tiresome. And you just got to call a spade a spade and break the relationship up. And sometimes you got to not worry about the other person's feelings, which definitely sounds bad because you do have a lot of people who disappointment and being scarred can hurt them. But I would rather you cut it off as soon as possible than to waste one, two, three, four, five years of your life dealing with someone that you're not even feeling. So, yes, I've been guilty of both. Hmm. I'm proud of you for being honest and, and open. Um, that's really amazing, Alan. Such a great person. I wouldn't say great person, but I do feel like honesty is the best policy. That's the biggest issue that we have in relationships today. People people will hide the true them until they get you wrapped up. And I think that's the worst thing you do as a person, especially when you know you have major red flags that are going to pop out and you're like, nah, I'm just going to hide them until I get this person madly in love. And then once they ha start happening, I mean, we're here now. I feel like that's not fair to people. Yeah, that's, that's not fair. Um, that's what will make somebody hate you. Honestly, hate is a strong word, but that'll, that'll bring it out because mm -hmm. you knew you had these issues and you led me along. Like that's like, that's like a man who, no, he can't have kids because he had the surgery, the, the tip, the nip tip. And um, he get, he gets with someone who wants to have children. And mm -hmm. he just keeps prolonging and prolonging telling her until, you know, damn near married. And, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I, I can't have kids. Like, that'll get you hurt, honestly. Um, but, yeah, so, okay. Um, as for me, I feel like Mm -hmm. um, Don't be looking at that paper like she reading, y'all. She need to give us eye contact like she looking at that paper. Come on. I was not. You know what, Alan? So I have. Oh my gosh, I have gotten to know someone and even made them a booty call, um, who was just emotionally unavailable and very broken, and it was very unfortunate because this went on for like a year. And I couldn't quite understand, you know, the fixer-upper in me was like, oh, I can help him. Kim says, please, please, please get counseling before you get into a relationship. You can lose your person and spend the rest of your life regretting it. I highly agree with you. Yes, ma'am. Um, this guy, I literally was just like, you need help. Like, you need help. Like, what you got going on is beyond me. Stephanie says, vasectomies are reversible. I'm just saying. Um, but it was it was to the point, this is how bad it was. His energy was just so bad. It's so draining that even after we were intimate, I would start to feel miserable and sad and depressed. And you know, I'm a happy-go-lucky person. So I couldn't really relate it to him at that moment. I was just like, you know, maybe I'm going through something that I'm not aware of until I started paying attention. It was like, oh, it's him. It's him. It's not me. It's him. 
And um, I even told him, I'm listening, you need to get counseling. You need to talk to somebody. It's not me. I can't, I, there's only but so much that I can help you with. You need professional help. Nisha says, sometimes we ignore the flags when they are in plain sight. We'll convince ourselves the flag is green. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. The whole building could be on fire and y'all still sitting there talking about, but I can help. No, it would, and I think once you discover that you can't help, you tend to try to, I won't say push the person away more, but try to push them in the direction of getting help more. It got to the point where I had to, and he's probably watching now, I had to block him from my phone, block him from all social media, including the network social media, and, um, just just sit, like it was just blocked right and then i get an email a couple weeks ago hey can you call me please and i'm like that email so i call he uses this is how bad it is he uses the statement of his mother passed in march and i just need somebody to talk to so this is that thing right where it's like you know the person has issues. If you turn your back, something can happen, right? But if you stick around, something can happen. So it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are literally in those type of situations. So that was the situation that I was dealing with. Uh, have I ever been emotionally unavailable? Yes. I think I am right now, honestly, because I'm not interested in dating. I don't want to date. I don't want to get to know someone. I don't want to find out what it is that they like and what they don't like and text with them and talk to them on the phone. I'm over it. Like, I'm just not here for it. So I feel like that's what I'm going through right now. To be honest, I mean, I'm no woman, but... I actually feel like it's a lot of y'all feel that way. This and this is why I tell people dating for my age group as a man is definitely coming increasingly difficult. Um, because a lot of women are starting to feel that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What do you do? What do you do? Those who are watching live, um, what do you do? And um, while we get ready to prepare. Alan, I told you I had something earlier. Like, while we, oh, what do you got? While we get ready to prepare, I was waiting for a moment, and I seen the moment. While we getting ready to prepare, um, for those of you who are um, subscribed to the network, we appreciate you. And for those of you who are new to the network, please make sure that you like, share love, tell a friend to tell a friend, comment, let us know what you like about the episode, what you don't like about the episode, all of that good stuff. Um, we're going to go to commercial, but from my understanding, um, I think we have some Missy Elliott, that's Missy Elliott fans. I was told that they just love this one particular song <laughs> or video. I, I gotta mute it because I don't want it to flag the account. But this is for the viewer that uh, that actually loves this song, and I'm glad that I can remind you guys of this. First this is a hit. Ellen, do you? First of all, it's not about the song. For y'all who watch, y'all see how Brie gets up in front of the camera. So, not One Minute Man. She thinks she's slick. It had nothing to do with One Minute Man. If you've been watching the show, when Brie gets in front of the camera, she kind of gives you a little Missy Elliott vibes with the way she be getting in the camera. So, that's where that came from. So, I'm just saying, it was funny. It was funny. I was like, hey, why not pull the video up? I enjoy it. I love this song too, by the way. But what we're going to do, 
is we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will continue our conversation. So you guys are tuned into the He Said What Show with your girl Simply Breathe. And Alan M. Newman Jr. Alan M. Newman Jr. We'll be right back. <laughs> Every Monday, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Simply Sports with your host, One Mike and RG. Make sure you subscribe, comment, and share. Only on He Said What Network. And we are back. Um, you guys are tuned into He Said What, which you girl Simply Bree and Mr. Alan M. Newman Jr. Tonight we are talking about dating while broken, broken or emotionally unavailable. So let me ask you a question, Alan. Because a lot of people, they get into relationships, right? Relationships don't work and you break up. Do you mm-hmm. think there is a specific time frame that someone needs to give themselves to get over their past, get the treatment, get the healing before they even jump into dating again? Um, I feel like it depends on the person. Everybody is different. Um, I use myself, for example. Um, normally when I break up out of a relationship, I definitely try and take a, like a good six, six months to a year off. Um, cause I kind of want to revisit. Sometimes we focus so much on the negative, what that person did that caused us to leave. Um, instead of focusing on what, what did we do that possibly like, I'm cool. I'll sit down and be like, what did I do that led to this breakup? What could I have done different? Did I communicate cor- correctly? Did I not communicate correctly? Um, so I think, uh, as Nisha begs to differ, um, I think it just depends on the person. Um, now I do feel like it is interesting when a person breaks up and like a month later, so you see them in another relationship. Mm. Um, so I mean to each his own, but for me, I definitely wait and take a step back and yes, the answer should be yes, but let's be realistic in the times that we live in. It is not yes for everybody. So right. sometimes the answer that logically should be the answer isn't the answer that many people follow. Um, I, I'm pretty sure if we asked the ladies in here and the fellas that in here, if they sat there and took a break after they broke up, some may say yes, some may say no. And then let's define what we mean take a break. Because some people say they take a break from relationships, but they have a side piece that they're dealing with the entire time. Mm. Okay, so, wait a minute now. Wait a minute, hold up. Because we're not going to do that to the side pieces. Um, okay, so let's this, this pose that question to the audience. How many of you, when you break up from a relationship, despite how long the relationship was, have actually given yourselves time before progressing or moving into another relationship? And if you have, how much time did you give yourself before you got into the next one or even got into dating? Stephanie says, or even a marriage, my ex-husband was dating a month after we separated. Okay. Nisha says, ain't nothing wrong with a side piece. Girl, they got a whole song out there about it. Oh no, I'm not even. I'm not even hating. I mean, the sisters can have their side pieces or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm too, I'm too emotionally invested to risk having a side piece. Um, so yeah, side piece ain't for me. Um, I'm gonna stick strictly, strictly to healing myself and making sure that I'm good. Um, but I mean, if you got a side piece, more power to you. I just feel like a side piece can cloud what you're trying to do. But if you're not trying to heal, if you're just trying to have your like little phase, I mean. Do you? That's kind of how I look at it. Gotcha. Nisha says she gave herself a whole year. Um, and it's it's interesting because um, Stephanie had mentioned even in a marriage, my ex-husband was dating a month after we separated. The So when I was married and I separated and started going through my process of the divorce, it was like part of me was like, whew, let me go back to my uh, little cuddy buddy that I had. But even going to the Cuddy Buddy for that situation, it was like, I felt guilty in a sense. Like, oh, maybe I should wait until I'm officially divorced before I do something like that. But also mm-hmm. knowing that we're separated and I'm not going back to that, that situation, that marriage. It was like the juggle of, you know, what do I do? Um, you know, because... If you are out here and you're separated, but you're not divorced, 
and you try to date, I, I'm well, nowadays they don't care. But back then, it was more so like they still considered you officially married because you were, um, you know, so you wouldn't have been taken seriously. Um, Nisha says, while I didn't consider the individual a side piece, it was more like a rebound. And we see the rebound babies too. The rebound babies that come along not too short, not too shortly after the separation. Um, P says, I agree. I think it all depends on the person and where they are in life. Yes. K says, I feel I feel that this is something that can't really be put in a definite box. Every individual is at different levels emotionally and mentally. How many times have you met someone who just got out of a relationship and they're trying to talk to you and you're like, mm, you, need, you need some space, you need some time to get yourself together. And what does that look like? Like, what are some flags to you that make you feel like, yeah, you may need some more time? Um, especially, you know, if they continue talking about their ex, I feel like that's one of the biggest, biggest flags. You just, every time we turn around, we're hearing you talk about your ex, we're hearing you talk about your ex, we're hearing about like talk your ex and stuff y'all did. I think that could be a red flag. Um, it's weird because I have ran into some women who just came out of a breakup and I've had one that was like, dang, like, Ali, you're, you're actually what I need right now. And I'm like, oh, cool. And they're like, yeah, but I just came out of a breakup. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> be seeing is the stuff you didn't see from your ex and now you're looking for that and that's like hold hold up soul up because i'm very i people may say i'm overly cautious i'm very cautious when it comes to dating like i take dating very seriously which definitely is interesting to deal with in today's society i'm not saying that people don't take dating seriously but because of the way you have access to anybody you want at any time like literally i can show i can go online and probably go into multiple dating sites and find like 10 different women that entertain me Mm-hmm. It it is definitely a lot tougher um, now. Um, now, don't get me wrong. You have some people they get out of a relationship and they're good. They're on to the next. They're ready. Right. They can keep pushing. Um, not everybody is like that. I do know we need to live in a society where everyone wants to believe they're that way, and they're not that way. Um, but yeah, nah. I mean, and ready like little Caesars. Basically, and it sucks. It sucks. I have I have came out of relationships and saw a particular individual that I was interested in, but I just was like, "Am I really ready to jump into that?" Right. You don't want to mess somebody up either, because it's like you got your issues that you're dealing with or you're trying to deal with on your own, and then you have this wonderful person that just comes in and just wants to save you, and you're just like, "I need time. I need to get." my issues, my burdens together, get my mind right so that I can be whole for someone else. Because I think the last thing that you want is to be, you be solid and the other person be, you know, only able to contribute 50% to the situation. Because that's another thing. Yeah, like you can't give all. Yeah, stop trying to save somebody. That's what I need people to stop doing. Stop trying to be a hero for somebody. If they are struggling and you know they're looking at you for more than just friendship, but you know that that is not what that person needs right now, stop trying to be that hero. Mm -hmm. You know what, Stephanie? I don't even know. You want to know. It's funny you mention this because I laugh every day when I see certain women that I was interested in that at that time we met they were going through some things and then I see them now in the relationships they have and the relationships they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I have tried the whole, Oh, let, let's be friends until they're ready. But you know what? That's all fine and dandy until you get sucked up in that. Let's be friends role. And they keep you yeah. in that friends role and you can't get out of it. So I, I want it. So um, let's, let me go back to what Kim has said. Um, Kim said, healing yourself doesn't always equate to getting back into dating. It's supposed to be about becoming a better you. I agree with you a thousand percent. Um, And that's where you have the opportunity to take a step back and relearn who you are, relearn what it is that you enjoy, what you like, what makes you happy. You know, because a lot of the times when you're dating, 
people will ask you, well, what makes you happy? What makes you smile? You don't want to be like, I don't know. That's a good question. Flag, got to go. Um, so yeah, you have to relearn you. You're constantly evolving or you should constantly be evolving into a better person as you grow anyways. But sometimes when you're in a relationship, that can stunt your growth because you're so focused on that person and making sure that they're good and that the relationship is good, but you lose yourself. Um, and so for those who are listening, this is He Said What. Um, Stephanie had posed a question, so should you be friends with them until you're ready or avoid connecting with them all together? I'm going to definitely say, and I think this is kind of what Alan was saying, is just, you know, don't even entertain it. Because if you try to entertain it, yeah, they're going to try to come out of their friend zone. Oh, they they they're nice and, and warm and vulnerable. I'm about, in the- I'm about to give y'all a good example. I'm about to give y'all a good example. Real talk happened to me. Met somebody beautiful, intelligent, smart about her business. Um, had just got a relate out of a relationship with her her ex. Um, was focusing on herself and her son, and like I was going gung ho. Like every time we would meet. I'm like, yo, when can I take you out? When can I take you out? I'd like to get to know you a little bit better. And she's just like, uh, I'll think about it. I'll think, I'll, I'll think about it. And then what's funny is we never went out or anything until I popped up in a relationship. So the entire, time, the entire time I was single while you was doing your healing, you wasn't interested. Then the minute I got in a relationship, you became interested. Then when the relationship ended, you no longer was interested. You still wanted me there to be that friend when you had something, when you needed someone to talk to, when you needed to vent to, and da 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 And that's why I say I want to be attached to someone like that because that really messed me up mentally. Because first of all, we tell guys, yo, you a hunter, which I hate to hear that saying. You go get what you want, da 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 You keep putting pressure, you keep putting pressure, you keep getting pressure, you won't get what you look for. That is a whole lie when it comes to, comes to dating. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to if a woman is not interested, nothing's about to change her being interested. Now, if you can provide her the stuff that she's not getting from her boy, her ex or from another guy, yes, some women are going to go ahead and take advantage of that and get what they can get out of it and still not be interested. So this is why I say if they're not interested or you're not able to um, connect with them on that level, just leave it alone because I was low-key pissed, like low-key pissed. And at the end of the day, I couldn't be mad at nobody but myself because I saw the signs there but my dumb self was like, I'm, I can get through the barriers. I can sit there and I can fix her and I can give her the love that she wants that she never had before. Sometimes you can't do that for everybody. No. You got to take got to take that no and leave. And I know people be having some stories that they consider success stories where, oh, my God, he chased me for years and kept chasing me for years and kept chasing me for years. And then I just decide, let me let give him a shot. And oh, my God, the best thing happened in the world. And I'm just like, low key, this dude was mad stalking you. He literally stalked you into the sign to let him date. Came out the bushes. Yeah. Um, It's very interesting that you mentioned, too. It's like when you're in a relationship, you you become more desirable to people who are not in a relationship. And Mm -hmm. it's like, how does that that make sense? Now, one thing that I did hear um, recently was that Men will entertain a married woman because she doesn't have all of this free time to chase after them. She has a husband to go home to. Um, Now, I don't know how true that is. If there's any men out there who have dealt with a married woman, comment in the box. Let us know, is this actually the case? Um, Nisha says, I think we do that because we don't like to play the villain in the story as far as um, trying to save, maybe, save someone. Um, Royal says, keep your friend zone. I'm not a relationship repairman. Yes, that's that's it. Um, my thing is, like I was saying earlier, if I've done all this time and I've invested so much into repairing and growing who I am, I believe I deserve somebody that's also like that. Someone who has been able to address their demons, address the skeletons, skeletons in the closet, um, all of that. Because the last thing that I want to do is sit here and, and, and play fixer-upper. Like, yeah. you do that with yourself. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't quite understand it. 
Um, what we're going to do, for those of you who are just tuning in, please make sure that you guys are liking this video if you like the discussion so far. Subscribe to the network so that you can continue to see um, content like this as well as our other shows. And make sure that you turn on your notifications so that when we do schedule an episode, you will be notified of that. Alan, please, sir, tell them about the porcupines. For those of you who missed today's animal fun fact, Alan has um, an interesting one for you guys. And it's going to ring a bell. It's going to sound like someone that we all know. Okay, so... Alan, go ahead and tell them about the porcupines. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know RG3, uh, RG is going to love this. Um, did you know that male porcupines urinate on females before having sex? Let me explain. Once a year, male porcupines cluster around available females, biting, biting, and scratching one another for the right to mate. The winner then climbs onto a tree branch and urinates on the female, which stimulates her to go into heat. The rest is someone, somewhat anticlimactic. The female folds back her quills so as not to impel her partner, and more routine insemination takes only a few seconds. Only a few seconds. Wow, I'm highly disappointed. Um, Nisha says, but aren't we all fixer-uppers at some point? Yeah, it just depends on how much of a fixer-upper you want to be. I'm done being a fixer-upper. Like, at this point, I really would hate to have to do more fixing than upping. Okay. Let's go back to this porcupine, right? So, because I caught I caught a part of it this time that I didn't catch the first time. Um... When the male porcupine urinates on the female porcupine, that simulates her to go into heat. So what if, right? What if I'm just a homegirl next I'm to the porcupine and it come down on me too? Like, what if he sprayed on two women? Then what? Then what's gonna happen? He got to knock both of them out. Well, if you notice at the beginning, it said once a year. So it doesn't sound like pork, male porcupines get get that much action anyway. It said once a year, once a year. So and then it's only a couple of seconds. Uh, I knew, I knew, RG, I knew, RG. <laughs> RG said, "R. Kelly in the building." I'm done. But no, okay. So he only gets it once a year for a couple seconds. You know what? You got to look at the context. He's literally fighting other male porcupines to have the right to mount her. We do not know how exhausting that is as he gets ready to inseminate her. You sitting here fighting all these other dudes in order to get to her, and then you got to climb a freaking tree and then urinate her, and then I'm, I don't know if he's jumping off the tree or climbing back down the tree and coming back. <laughs> like, Yo, after all that, yeah, you getting two pumps and we done. Two pumps, pregnant. Keep it moving. And, and I guess you wait another year. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Wait, I got questions. So, two pumps, two pumps a year. What is he doing in between all that other time, like the rest of the year? He on that celibacy train. A lot of a lot of y'all humans can learn that. What do they call it? No nut November. <laughs> no nut twelve three sixty five. Yep. Wow. But okay, okay. What if he pees and it hits more than one female porcupine? I'm, I doubt there's one. I'm pretty sure not multiple porcupine women are walking around that mess. How you think women gonna act? You walk around, you see a bunch of dudes fighting over one chick. Y'all gonna stay around? Some will. No. <laughs> Some will. Um. I need more power to them. I'm. I'm just like I said. After all that fighting, you get in two seconds. You get in two pumps, and that's it. You better make them babies count. I'm gonna come back to see my kids. Not not one drop better been wasted. I can't believe this. I am I am looking this up. You looked it up. <laughs> yeah. I oh. see no one has I see no one has nothing to say about it. I'm just saying. Yeah. See, Animal Kingdom, we just don't want to do this anymore. Okay. So, um, you guys, tonight's discussion, we're talking about dating while broken uh, or un, uh, emotionally unavailable. 
Um, for those of you who are watching live, let us know, have you ever dated someone? How do you tell someone um, that you're not emotionally available right now? That's hard. And I actually have done that. Um, and it's hard because, like, I really was feeling that person, but I knew what they were looking for. Kim, no one paying you no attention. Yeah. <laughs> Kim they said were. thirsty porcupine bitches. <laughs> man um it, it's tough to have that conversation but i would rather have that conversation sooner rather than later um not i have learned when you do have those tough conversations sometimes the person will definitely try and change your mind um but i've been told i'm super stubborn that's what i've been told um so when i have when i feel like it's not going to go in the way it should be i have no problem saying hey this is where i'm at emotionally or whatever when it comes to dating and this ain't this isn't the time for me. um and pretty much like that now if it comes back that you get the opportunity again that's cool if not right. that's cool um but one thing i would say to people who do that don't be upset if that person gets with somebody else mm -hmm. yeah so. sometimes you miss that shot um i'm literally sitting here and i'm looking at the video okay so the female porcupines will actually leave a trail of urine along the way and then um the male porcupines will find it and they will actually fight like you said and then okay so the male porcupine doesn't necessarily have to climb a tree because they just show one he just fire hosed it onto her Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I, I just stopped looking at it because I'm like, my you know, you know what? But you know what? I want to put it out there. When you look up the sexual escapades of animals in the animal kingdom, there's one consistent, problematic, constant portion that is always in here. Multiple the women, parties. the women are doing certain stuff to get the party started. It's not that the dude just went over here and was like, yeah, let's get it. The women are over here starting. Party over here. Yeah, they're biting. They're biting on the male genitals as lioness. But okay, but the female ferrets haven't done anything wild. They're damn near on their deathbed. I told you they are mad aggressive. So you on your deathbed, but you mad aggressive. You dying, but you over here trying to get enough. Like, Yo, bring that D over here, son. And they, <laughs> bring it over here, son. Give me that Mad aggressive for no reason. Mad aggressive for no reason. Mm -mm. She's about to die. What you mean for no uh, reason? Nah, I can't. I'm in bed and you you wake me up like trying to bite me. Talking about you and eat. Well, if you don't go sit down. So next week's topic. Go fund me relationships. I don't know nothing about that. I don't even know why you got that topic. No one be trying to fund me. I'm trying hard too. I'm trying hard. Oh, come on now, Cocoa Puff Master. Cut it out. Cut it I, out. No, nobody's trying to fund me. Yo, anybody who's listening, anybody who's listening, as you can tell, I'm chocolate. I'm bearded. Um, I got to go get the haircut. There's a little, little scruff on top. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let me, oh, no, no, let me no, no, not do no, no. you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. Go ahead and shoot your shot out there. I'm 6'4". I ain't got no kids. Um, I pay my own what bills. Kind of, what kind of car you got? Tell them about the car. I just I got a car that gets me from point A to point B. No, no, tell them about the car. You gonna thought okay. it out the right way. Got I got a, a charger. Thought car, a, a charger. I got a, mm -hmm. I got a charger, which is not a thought car. She gets me from point A to point B. Um, I'm just looking for a sugar mama or a splendor mama. It depends. If you look, if you look really, really good, I need a sugar mama. If you kind of questionable, I need a splendor mama who don't want no sugar. She just like wants me to be there emotionally. <laughs> And and that'll work out. But I mean, if you look fire and you talking about you sugar mama, sugar mama, yes, I'll put myself out there. But if not, a splendor mama is perfectly fine with me. I'm good with being your emotional support system while also cashing that money to the bank. <laughs> Alan, we got all the way till December. You better be here too. All the way to December. I don't hear none. About what? These ladies ain't about to bother me. That's why it's funny to put that out there. But I'm just saying, anybody anybody wants to do with no kids and mind his own business, I, I'm okay with being a sugar baby. 
Either that or either that I'm about to pull up on OnlyFans. Y'all know it's Hoochie Daddy short season. I mean, I, I got the grace. I got let me shut up. Anyway. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Sit, sit back somewhere. So next week, guys. You see what I go through now? Do y'all you feel my pain now? I got to make sure that this man is around so he can continue to show. We here until December. Wow. Nobody talking about, uh uh-uh, he talking crazy up there. This ain't going to work. Listen, listen. They not here to see you, Otis. They not not, not here to see you, Otis. They here to see me. Next week. No (laughs) relationships. (laughs) We talking about those relationships where you clearly know that the person is just there for the money. They only there for the money. They not there for the relationship. They're not there for your feelings. They are about the bag. Okay. Thank look, Nisha. Nisha, I'm trying to log off too. Nisha talking about well, time for me to go. We got Alan speaking on that. Hold on. Yep. Alan speaking on his thought car and Hoochie Shorts. It's not a thought car. It gets me everywhere I need to go. Thought mobile. And then the little rubbing the beard and the buying the lids and all that. He know he thought starter kit. So um, make sure that you guys tune in next week where we will be, um, of course, talking about, like I said, GoFundMe relationships. If you know anybody who is in a GoFundMe relationship right now and you'd like to share with us anonymously, just go ahead and send us a DM. Uh, Alan, I'll go ahead and... uh, let you he just looked like he ready up to no good go ahead and let the great people know how can they reach out to you how can they follow what you got going on sir okay well Mm -hmm. good afternoon um you know you can follow me on instagram at newman underscore junior underscore 2.0 um you can also follow me there on tiktok as well and on twitter um and if you follow me on facebook it's alan newman jr uh so i hope you guys enjoy the content when you're on there give a shout out let me know um, appreciate you guys being on the show, show as usual um, and hope you guys have an amazing week. I just want to remember that remind you that you need to be confident, committed, and consistent in everything that you do and don't allow anybody to change what you want to do in impacting other people's lives. Have an amazing hump day and have an amazing week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? It's your girl, Simply Bree. Thank you so much for rocking with us. Um, you guys can follow me online. Just Google Simply Bree, and that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E-B-R-E-E, and you'll find me all across the board. Um, check out our networks page, which is He Said What Network. Please make sure if you have not done so already, like this video, hit the subscribe button, leave your comments, let us know what was your best part. What do you think about the porcupines? Like, that's some weird shit, right? Um, But let us know what you think. Uh, Do you have any suggestions for next week's Animal Fun Fact? If so, definitely hit up Alan, let Alan know. And um, yeah, the Coco Lack, I'm done with him. I'm, I'm done. RG, shout out to RG. Make sure you guys check out all of our shows. You will actually be able to see what we got in store in just a minute. But we did want to go ahead and just thank you guys for following us, rocking with us, giving your love. We appreciate each and every one of you guys for coming back. And um, most importantly, just, you know, engaging with us. We, We love your engagement. We love your comments. We love your questions. Um, if you are listening to this episode, we appreciate you downloading this episode. We appreciate you taking the minutes and time, and we hope one day you will actually join us live. If you do, come in live during one of our tapings. Please let us know that you are from Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Pandora, Breaker, Amazon. Let us know where you're from, all right? So with that being said, we are going to let you great people go. We will see you next week. Alan, stay out of trouble. I'm always staying out of trouble. It's trouble that be trying to find me. I bet. And you sure enough tell them how to find you too, Splenda baby. Um, <laughs> We're gone. Bye, guys. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Network. Please make sure that you are subscribing, clicking the notification bell, and making sure that you are tuned in each and every show 
as we continue to bring you nothing but the best content. Shows start on Sunday with Let's Connect with Peace Intuition, 11.30 a.m. until 12 p.m. Mondays, we have The Simply Sports Show with your host, RG, and one Mike. Show starts 8 p.m. until 9.30 p.m. Tuesdays, you are in the Credit Lab Podcast with your host, Ronnie Francois, starting at 6 p.m. And Wednesdays, the He Said What Show with your host, Simply Bree and Alan M. Newman Jr. Show starts from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. All shows are on Eastern Standard Time. For more information, visit www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com. Join us as we bridge the gap in communication between Black men and women.